Two clubs are less than a week away from booking their ticket to the 2023 UEFA Champions League final. So here on the Fine Margins YouTube channel today, we're going to be reacting to what we saw from the first legs of the semifinals and using that to help preview these second legs where we have Real Madrid and Manchester City locked in at 1-1. And we have AC Milan who trail crosstown rivals Inter Milan 2-0. Just because not quite everything is there to play for as it's 2-0 in the second leg for that one, doesn't mean we can't find the betting edge. We're going to be looking to do that today. Drop a like if you enjoy along the way and subscribe to the Fine Margins YouTube channel for more soccer betting content as well as future tennis betting content. We're joined once again by Adrian here at Drunken Goon on Twitter to help preview the Champions League semifinal second leg, but also react to the first leg. So we're going to start here today with Manchester City against Real Madrid. Here it was a 1-1 draw at the Bernabeu. Manchester City were the big favorites coming into this tie. They remain big favorites after picking up the draw away from home. But despite maybe seeming like Manchester City going away at a tough stadium and getting a draw, it feels like maybe Real Madrid were content to get the result. What did you make of that first leg between these two sides as we saw in the 1-1 draw? Uh, it was a little boring, but uh, Real got a better result than they did last year, so they they can't be too unhappy with it. It's true. <laughs> um, they uh, they they sat back and, and waited, and then uh, they were better in the second half and uh, could have won it. Uh, it could have gone either way, but I think both were happy with the, with the draw. Yeah, I, I think both will take that one. Real Madrid from the start, it, it felt very reserved, as if. I don't know if the right word is afraid, but they definitely felt as though a little bit threatened by what City could produce from a consistent standpoint. So they were completely comfortable. I mean, City had all the possession around the halfway line, but Real Madrid were comfortable to give it to them and were open to capitalizing on mistakes, which they almost did a couple of times, and just picking their moments. And they got that absolute piece of brilliance from Vinicius to get that first goal to put them up 1-0. And City, I mean, it was just the same thing over and over throughout the game. Do you think Real Madrid will give a similar approach to the second leg, especially going away from him at the Etihad now? Yeah, I don't think they have to risk anything. Uh, as long as uh, they're level in, in the tie, they will sit back and, and wait for the opportunities. The one thing I thought it was really good for Real was uh, their ability to break the press and get, uh, get going in transition. Uh, even though they didn't create a lot of chances, I haven't seen any other team be able to to do that to, to City. Uh, consistently through for, for 90 minutes and uh, they, they proved that it can they can get out of the back and uh, generate chances yeah definitely were threatening it wasn't just a vicious opportunity it was their chance and like I said there were a couple giveaways there and they just picked their moments here it, it's something about this Real Madrid team when it comes to the Champions League the magic they produced there and also that coupled with the manager Carlo Ancelotti who has had so much success in this competition it just feels like I mean you saw last year they never truly are out of a tie. Uh, last season, there was with a 99% chance City would advance, and then two stoppage time goals from Rodrigo completely completely flips on flips it on his head. So Manchester City are a lot more experienced now. They know what happened to them last season. They're going to be completely aware of the possibility of that threat from Real Madrid in the second leg. But I, I all signs. It's like the first video we did. All signs point towards City being the better team, but you can never count out Real Madrid. So, what are your predictions for the second leg, and who do you see coming out of this one, advancing to the final? I think Man City will will go through. Uh, there are a couple of um, concerns for Man City. Um, I think Bernardo had a really bad game, and uh, I was shocked that uh, neither team made any substitutions for eighty minutes for from these two guys yeah. that are always uh, innovating. They they just 
status quo, status quo the whole way. Uh, it's funny, the other game, they had all 10 substitutions before they even made one in the real game. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That was kind of kind of weird. But um, yeah, City at home, they will continue to, to have possession. And uh, I think they'll be a little better off finishing. The one thing that was interesting is that they chose to take a lot of long-range shots. And um, Real were prepared for it, um, even though... Um, De Bruyne ended up scoring from long range. That was a bit of a broken play where Modric kind of got sucked into uh, into the big guy in the middle and yeah. then the kind of thing I couldn't get across. But their Real is comfortable letting them shoot from long range. Uh, I expected more uh, balls in the box and uh, tar- target balls and uh, to the big guy up up top. But they they chose to to shoot long range and uh, I, I don't know if that's the uh, the way you you can you can be Real. Yeah, I, I also noticed the long-range efforts. It, it's kind of a weird comparison for this level, but it, it did remind me a little bit of Sean Deitch's Burnley, where they would kind of funnel the long-range efforts into a certain part of the net where it was pretty comfortable. Now, obviously, De Bruyne did score one, but they, they give up the long-range shot, but it's more controlled than just giving it up. They're funneling it more towards the center where Courtois, a, a goalkeeper of his quality, and there was a couple massive saves he had in this game, which uh, completely swayed it a little bit for Real Madrid as well to keep it at 1-1. So I think that will be a continue to be a point of emphasis for Real Madrid to combat that. I'd like to see City go with a little bit more direct play from the wings to get the ball in the box a little bit more often, try to feed Holland. So I wonder if that will be the strategy for Pep Guardiola going into the second leg. But let's switch gears now. Or anything to add on that? Uh, yeah, it's probably good for, for Pep to get uh, Mares and, uh, and Foden in there because they have the yeah. ability to, to break uh, break things down and their speed can pose uh, problems to, to Real at the back. So I, I think we might get Silva out and Foden in or um, you know something along those lines, Mares maybe, yeah. and uh, definitely use the subs in the second game. I'd like to see Mares go at Camavinga. I'm not sure if he'll go left back again in this one, but he was just, oh, he was so good in that first leg. And what a player to be able to play so well in in unnatural role at left back he is just such a good tackler very good in 50 50s and once he moves back into central midfield him and chua many will be a formidable partnership going forward but let's one now transition to, oh let, sorry, let me add ahead. one more thing because it, yeah. uh, it caught my attention uh in the first half camavinga was completely comfortable at the left back but then they did a little bit of a switch in the second half where he played more advanced kind of like a, a left mid left wing back and uh, Modric ended up covering for him a few times, and he was dangerous when he was in that position. So he's he's comfortable on the left, any anywhere really at the back or yeah, the, the, the mark of a, a quality player. So let's now move in finally yes, to please. our Milan derby. <laughs> a couple tries there, but we finally will move into the Milan derby here for the second leg. Uh, really looked like a shell shocked AC Milan, where the occasion got a little bit to them. They were a bit of a mess at the back, and they give up two early goals. And Inter ride that out for the rest of the game. They take the 2-0 lead into the second leg. So maybe a little bit more of a betting spin here we have the opportunity to look at. But uh, for, first of all, let's go to your reaction to that first leg. Uh, what did you make of this performance by Inter and from AC Milan? I don't know if Benacer was injured coming into the game. But they were just picking on him in, in the early goings. And uh, once he left, it was kind of like addition by subtraction for Milan. They, they got better once he left the game. But, uh, you know, the set plays and... Uh, the ability of uh, of Inter to just drive down the wings and then pop it in the middle, not just the two goals, but also the uh, the post uh, and also from the from long range as well as that penalty. I, I thought it was a penalty. In fact, uh, I was surprised it got overturned. Yeah. Once once you get to that point, it, it's very very difficult to overturn it by by VAR, but they did, and uh, you know 
if it wasn't for goaltending, uh, this this could have been really ugly for Milan. Yeah, and uh, Magnon as well had that injury scare early on in the game. It would have been, as bad as it was, it could have gone completely worse for them. Do you think there's any chance for AC Milan to come back? Obviously, you know, Champions League magic second legs. So they'll have a chance, but what are they going to have to do to be able to produce this monumental comeback against their crosstown rivals? Um, the, the chances that they got were in transition when they got the ball in behind on the wings behind the um, the right back of, of Milan. They they did get some opportunities. Uh, they didn't make much of it, but uh, I think that's the approach. Get some speed on the wings and uh, and drive at the, the uh, inter-defense. They didn't test the Onana that much. Um, he is mistake-prone from his days in Ajax. At Ajax, but uh, I'm not a fan of, of his. He's he's got good metrics, but uh, he is a mistake prone, and uh, you know something like that can swing a tie. I'm not saying uh, Milan's ready to do that, but uh, uh, you know anything can happen in a local derby, and uh, I think we'll see goals in the second leg. That's that's the way to go for me, uh, because if, if Milan gets one, they're gonna completely open up and then go for the second. Inter can can counter, and um, goals and cards. Interesting. Yeah, I think cards are going to be there. A little bit of gamesmanship perhaps involved and obviously just the, the battle of a derby. But it's a lot of over 2.25s out there. You don't even need to take the over 2.5. You can get good plus money on a lot of over 2.5s out of the board. So over could be an interesting way to look at this game. I myself, Inter are still favored to win this game. To me, I, I feel like they're not going to be the most expressive team today. I mean, it could just be down to AC Milan opening themselves up. But I'm not sure if Inter are going to take all the opportunities to hit them on the counter as maybe they would in a game where they're not already leading by two. Uh, obviously, as well from the first leg, the presence of Rafael Leal was sorely, sorely missed for AC Milan, his ability to drive past players and just wreak havoc. One of the most talented wingers in the world. The good news for AC Milan is that he's, it looks like he's set to extend there. But any other way you want to attack any Champions League markets from a betting perspective beyond possibly just the goals for AC Milan and Inter, in the leg, second leg of the of their semifinal, I don't know. There's there's not much there. I mean, there's a lot of options to to bet it, but I, I don't see anything that uh, that catches my eye. Uh, the over and the, the cards, uh, I have to see the, the market there. Um, maybe maybe like a penalty, yes, in in the game because these two like there's there's mm -hmm. a lot of history, a lot of uh, you know things things happen in the derby, and uh, that's once uh, you know things get tense. You could you could see something happen. Yeah, there could be. I think especially on AC Milan side, just some rash decision making. You you saw a little bit of that from the first leg, but just as the frustration mounts of being so close to that Champions League final, um, I want to be disrespectful to AC Milan, but it, it felt like last season Scudetto, as good as they were, it felt like that team overachieved slightly for the season. Nobody expected them really to go that far win this ghetto and nobody expected either of these teams to be at this stage of the competition so as that frustration mounts potentially some rash decision making so that appeals to cards and the penalties 100 and also maybe it would help out with the goal department so that has been the review for today that has been your predictions for the second legs of the champions league semifinals hopefully you got some good information for that but on the Fine Margins YouTube channel, we're here to bring you soccer betting content, but also we're going to have some tennis betting content in the very near future. Make sure you are subscribed to the channel to check those out. And also drop a like to show your support to the soccer content division of the Hammer Betting Network. Hopefully we'll have some more content for the Champions League final. We will see you again next time.